Today, I am talking to you passionately about pivoting, about resiliency, about that little thing inside you, that little engine that says, keep going, you got this, things didn't work out the way you thought they would, but you are ruthless about getting up and going for something again. I was so inspired yesterday, I got a call from a girlfriend who is my long, long time bestie. As a matter of fact, she will remember We were going out to the club in our early 20s and she was dropping resumes in the mail to send out to companies like she dropped a stack. And uh, we had been friends since college, but I was there the night that she's like, I am on my job hunt. And she got hired and she stayed with the company for a really long time. I want to say decades and got laid off. And she... She went through all the things. It's hard financially. It's hard emotionally. It's it's hard psychologically, like, to keep going and not know when. I mean, I guess if you knew, like, okay, you're going to have three months off. You're going to have three months off. You have a severance. And then you're starting a new job. Okay, so it's gardening. It's painting. It's having a spa day with your girlfriends. It's all the things that you should be doing when you have a little time off because you deserve it and you've earned it. But when you don't know that you're going to have a new job in three months and you just have to go on faith. It's hard to enjoy those three months off while you're on your job search for your next thing. And that's definitely what I saw her going through. So she found a new job kind of in the same industry, started trucking again. Maybe some of the things about it weren't her favorite thing. She worked the job during COVID. Um, (laughs) She's worked the job during the writer's strike and it was in that industry She has been working, showing up, and on top of that, she has two kids that she kicks ass for. She coaches one of their teams. She's just an all-around big human. She's showing up in a big way for her life, right? For her friendships, for herself. She works out. She's trying. And yesterday, I got the message from her, hey, guys, my big conglomerate of a company had a big layoff, and I was a casualty. And I was just like, fuck. Because it's right before Christmas. Um, She's got two kids who are at a very expensive age. Kids are always expensive. But like right now with club sports and all the things that teenagers want and all that, it's just, it's hard. It's just hard. It's hard to keep sleeping at night as an adult when you have that kind of instability. And so what do we do? How do we react when life throws us a curveball that we weren't necessarily expecting or seeing coming? How do we get up, keep going? How do we shorten the downtime? And how do we shine? How do we support ourselves? How do we keep going? First things first, don't give yourself a hard time if you are freaking out. Take a night to freak out. Do not overdo it with the wine. Take a moment, reflect, get bummed, get frustrated. If it's a breakup, if it's you're you're getting laid off, if it's some kind of business thing that you thought was going to come through, but it didn't take a moment if you need it and just absorb the fat and sit, sit with the fact that you have big emotions about it and it's frustrating and it's not what you expected. And although life is full of so many wonderful, wonderful ups and cool things that you didn't expect, it's also full of downs and we have these 
these things that come out of left field and knock us in the side of the face. And it's just part of being an adult. It's part of this world that we live in. And it's not the first time it's happened to you. It's not going to be the last time it's happened to you. So take your moment. And then when you're done with the moment, I've got a few things that I would suggest you do next. Now is the time to double down on the good things that you're doing for yourself. If you're eating right, focus more on that. If you're not eating right, start eating right. Focus more on that. The last thing that you want to do is not support yourself with whole healthy foods that are powering you up to think clearly, act rationally, and feel great physically. So make sure that you are doubling down on your food planning and knowing what you're putting into your body because supporting yourself nutritionally is going to be a big part of how you feel emotionally. Definitely stick with your workout regime and you can even pump it up a little bit. It is such a big release to go out and get a really good walk, get a sweat, go dancing, roller skating, get on the row machine, go to the gym, whatever your thing is. It's an incredible way to release tension and worry and get your mind off of what's going on in your life. It will make you feel refreshed. Um, it knocks those cobwebs out of your brain. And it's definitely something that's going to chase away sort of those blues that you'll have. And it will level out some of those emotional ups and downs that are inevitable during a time when you have something happen that you weren't necessarily expecting. Consider making a list on your phone or hanging it on the fridge if you don't mind having other people read it or if you live alone that sort of becomes your battle board for the day. Because if there is a lot of anxiety in your brain, if there's a lot of squirreliness and freaking outedness, having a list that you can go to to look at, um, not only of stuff to get done, but stuff that you can do that can support yourself. The more lists, the better. So I would make a list that says things I can do that I know will calm me, a bath a cup of tea, a call with a certain friend. Some friends not going to be calming. Maybe your mom is not going to be calming, but some friends are very calming and centering. So make that list of what are the things that you enjoy doing that just help you chill out. So a supportive list. Make a list of things that you like to do that take your mind off of this. What are the, the hobbies that you have or the things that you're involved in that really help you not focus on a shitty time. I love lists. Okay. I know I'm such a dork. My kids make fun of me all the time, but having a list that I can go to, that's a reminder of all the things that went right this year, having a list of all the things that I'm excited about in the future, having a list helps me refocus, calm down and remember who I am. I am centered. I'm grounded. I'm strong. I'm valuable. I'm a great asset to a team. You know, whether it's you're a great asset to a team or you're a, you would be a great life partner for someone just because you're not, it's not working out with this one particular person doesn't mean that it's not going to work out with someone else. And sometimes I feel like if you're in a job or if you're in a relationship or if you're a situationship or if you're in living in a city and it just doesn't feel like it's a fit, but you're too afraid to make that leap. And then the leap gets made for you. You either get broken up with, you get told that you need to transfer jobs, you get laid off, whatever the, the scene is. That all can be something that is a, like, it's like a clearing of a valve. And now there's open flow for the next really cool thing to come along. And if we're holding on to it out of fear, then we're, we're really like, 
squeezing out the chance of anything great com- coming next. Get in a really good vibrational mindset of basically like, yeah, this is this is life. This happens. Here we go. What's next? I'm excited for the future, etc. If you're having a hard time doing that for yourself, reach out to friends who are great at doing that for you. We all have that friend that you can reach out and they're like, hey girl, you're so this and you're so that and you're such an asset in this way. Um, let me help you focus on that. If it's not a friend that you can reach out to, maybe it's a podcast you listen to. Maybe it's a book. Go and treat yourself to like a really great book that you can just get some positive things filtered into your brain and really start focusing on what's positive. Because we could easily focus on, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to start over. I can't believe I have to look for a job. What am I going to do financially? And that freaking out, it's not going to get you a job. That freaking out is not going to get you moving on to the next great relationship or the next great friendship if a friendship didn't work out. What is going to get you in a great place? And this is what I saw from my girlfriend that I was talking about yesterday. She let us all know on a group text that her job had ended. But then when I talked to her on her own, because I was like, oh, well, you finally have time to come down here and have lunch and get your hair done with me. And she's like, I absolutely do. Let's schedule it. Her whole vibe was like, yeah, it wasn't like whatever. Of course, she was like, yeah, I lost my job. I loved that financial security I liked my situation that I was in, and it's a bummer that that happened, but next, there's nothing I can do. So what can I do to look on the bright side? She can look at the fact that she has some months off during Christmas. She can look at the fact that she has a severance. She can look at the fact that she has skills that people want and need, and that also... One of the big things she did was she's like, yep, I'm I'm in a really good place mentally. I already reached out to a lot of contacts. I have a lot of possibilities in the pipeline, and I'm feeling really good about it. It's almost like, oh, this is so gross. You guys bear with me, but you know if something's coming, and I don't I think that this friend was kind of blindsided, but sometimes sometimes we know we're gonna get laid off. Or we know that like the relationship isn't going good and I feel like there's going to be a shift somewhere. Or maybe this friendship is kind of rocky and then you finally have a friend that's like, hey, I'm cutting you off. I don't want to be friends anymore. You're so hurt and devastated, right? But it's almost like that feeling when you're sick and you know that you're going to have to be sick. You know it's coming. And so for like a half an hour, you're kind of fighting it. And you're anxious about having to do that. And then when you finally do that and you are sick and it's over, you're like, the relief. Oh my God, I feel a hundred times better just having everything out of my stomach. And now I can like concentrate, let my body concentrate on healing. And that's kind of like this situation, like it's over. What is the next thing? And that mindset is going to be the hugest thing. But how do you keep that mindset? And I'm telling you, like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, The food is going to be big because if you are sticking a bunch of sugar in your body, trying to comfort yourself with sugar, no, it's not going to be helpful at all. Are you getting enough water? Are you getting enough protein? Are you getting enough nutrients through green leafy vegetables, et cetera? Are you getting your supplements in? And somehow knowing that in your brain that you're like, okay, I'm doing everything I can to support yourself is going to be even more comforting and give you an even better platform to stand on for having a great mental state during a tumultuous time. Not right now, run out and make any huge life decisions. I had a client yesterday who came in. She said, I lost my husband and I freaked out 
and I sold my house and I moved far, far away. <laughs> and now I come back here to see my kids and I realize what a mistake that was. And I made that decision in grief. And it's the same thing with any big life change that you maybe didn't see coming. You're grieving what you thought this was going to be. You're grieving the stability. Maybe you're grieving what you thought the relationship was going to end up being if you've just ended a relationship. Don't make any big decisions. Don't change your apartment. Don't move states. Don't take off and do anything. Give yourself at least a little bit of time until you feel a little bit more stable and you can make a plan of what your next move is. But doing something that you can't change back, like selling your house or, you know, don't get laid off and then be like, hey, I got laid off. I want a divorce. <laughs> Give yourself a moment to stabilize and just realize that when something big comes up and hits you, you might be in a situation where you're freaked out a little bit. And so you need a little bit of time to recalibrate and figure out what your next steps are. And remember, there's always a way. There is always something new coming up. There is always some new way that something's going to work out. And even though it may seem dark and frightening and you may feel really insecure or lonely or like you just aren't sure what the future is going to look out, remember that your outlook and the things that you do and how you get into action are going to make a huge difference in the amount of time until you are into a more secure place. And that there is always good stuff coming. And sometimes we just can't see it because we're not able to see it. I'm going to give you a great example. I got asked to go uh, educate for a company that that it has to do with my industry in the hair industry. And I was telling my daughter about it. And frankly, for me, they pay like $300 a day and then they pay for your airfare and your food. And it's not worth it for me to do. But I have a daughter who's a great salesperson who loves the beauty industry and who would be awesome. And she's closer in age to the girls who actually work on the team. I went with it. I went and I did it once. And I realized, eh, for the time away, it's just not worth the money, even though I get to fly and go somewhere new. And I thought it would be kind of a getaway, but I realized it's not for me, but I thought maybe it would be for her. Well, when I proposed it to her, in her mind, in her limited experience in the workforce, she's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't do that, mom. I couldn't afford a plane ticket. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I can't pay for a hotel. I mean... Even if they pay me per day, then like I would have to come with the money for the hotel and for the, and I like no, they cover your hotel expenses, they cover your food, they cover your Uber to and from wherever you've got to go, and they cover your plane ticket. All of that's covered, and then over and above you get paid. But because she has such a limited outlook on what the workforce is like, and even like she doesn't know what an expense account is or anything like that, she didn't think ahead. Like oh, this I mean. For an 18, 19-year-old, this could be super profitable, right? This could be like a good profit, a good experience, a good little gig that she does. But she wasn't looking at it in that way. And I find so many times I'm like that naive 18-year-old when it comes to selling a business or getting into a new business or getting a divorce. Like I stayed in my marriage for so long thinking that that was just not figure outable. Like there's just no way I could figure out how to get out, get away, be financially solvent. And it was it was a big undertaking getting that divorce. It took me three years to get divorced. It was a lot. And a lot of stuff was uncovered. But I did it. And now I'm at the other side of it. And so 
that overwhelm when there is a big life change, that, that, you know, that weight that sits on your shoulders that it's like, oh my gosh, what is next? What's this going to be like? Just know that like the universe is there for you. The ver- they, it's as corny as it sounds, the universe truly does have your back and things truly will work out for you. You just got to get up, show up, take a shower, do your hair, get yourself ready so you feel good so you're ready to receive the good things and start looking for the good things. Look for the good things. They are coming. I hope that this uh, podcast, it's my wish that this podcast finds somebody who is maybe in the middle of a separation that they weren't expecting, maybe just got a layoff, maybe a business deal they thought that was coming is not going to work out and they're having to pivot. And listen, life is about pivoting and getting up and going again. And I am totally rooting for you because it is really hard. It's scary. And life is a lot. Even I'm 52 years old and I've been doing this my whole, you know, since I was 13 or 14, dealing with disappointments, you know, babysitting gig didn't work out. I thought I was going to be getting $22 and I'm not getting the money. And now what am I going to do? But life works out. The universe has your back. There are people out there rooting for you and I'm definitely rooting for you. So get up. Okay. I'll talk to you next week.